Hello, and welcome to The Bear Table. I'm RJ. I'm Amber. And I'm Max. No the fuck you aren't. Who are you? (laughs) Listen. Replicant clone! Clone! (laughs) Listen, it's been a year. (laughs) Imposter! Interloper! (laughs) So, uh... What have you done with the real Max? We have to fight the goddamn goose. It's been a year! We'll fight the goose. Don't worry about it. So it's been a year. Um, I started tea uh, a little after we stopped recording. I was hoping that we'd be able to have a, a smoother run through this, but uh, apparently no. not, because COVID happened. So this is what I sound like now. He was replaced. Don't believe him. <laughs> Save us. Send help. fucking goose go yeah. <laughs> well let him tell it i'm just getting to it goose. give me a minute so we left off you guys had just been fighting the goose and uh you got it down to about half health and it fucked off into the cave so you chased after it realized you guys were like super lost because it led you just everywhere okay and you camped for the night so nike what you wake up on the ground and realize you're no longer in the cave what? You don't have any of your equipment. You're left only with your clothes and your horns. You are surrounded by walls. And no pants. <laughs> Again with this. Can you do roll me a perception check, please? Uh, 19. Okay, so a little nice. ways down, uh, down the, the walls, you, uh, about to your, your left, you see an opening. Do you go through it? Yeah. So you squeeze yourself through the opening, and you realize that you are in the labyrinth that makes up your old hometown. There's something wrong here. <sighs> Everything's quiet. It's almost like it's muted. You can't hear any of the wildlife you grew up hearing. You can't hear anyone moving around the maze. You can't hear anything. Except one thing. You hear a scream, clear as day, and the sound of somebody being ripped open with a sword, which is a sound you know all too well. Fun! Do you investigate? Yeah. You run through the labyrinth, past empty homes and shops, following the dwindling cries for help, but every corner you turn, you get more and more lost. The labyrinth no longer recognize you. This is no longer your home, and it will do everything in its power to shut you out. What do you do? I'm going to scale the wall. You're going to scale the wall? Mm-hmm. Piss on the wall. Mark it as your territory. <laughs> it, no. <laughs> okay. Okay. So roll me in either an acrobatics or an athletics check. Well, athletics, because it's better. Nine. You try to scale up the wall, but the wall just kind of keeps growing, and you never quite make it up to the top, and eventually you just give up and drop back down. You want to try again? I think Nike's going to take this minute to panic. Okay. Like, full-on... Just panic. Just heavy breathing, like, cannot function for a minute panic, because this is very flashbacky, mm-hmm. and, like, he's probably trying to convince himself that he's dreaming, but I don't... It's probably not going to work. Because, mm-hmm. like, here's the thing. Like, the, the labyrinth didn't acknowledge him in the first place, mm-hmm. because he wasn't supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. Like, when he lived there, it didn't acknowledge him. Mm-hmm. So he just fucking scaled the walls. Is there anything around me? Ah, uh, perception check. Fourteen? You do notice a crack a little further down in the wall. Okay. I'm gonna try to bash through that shit. Alright, strength check. Is it a saving throw or a... Just check. Fourteen? Okay. So, you give up trying to scale the walls or even try to, like, remember your way out, and you just start busting through the walls, and they're a lot weaker than you remember. That's not right. <laughs> So you follow the voice, and the deeper into the labyrinth you go, the weaker the cries for help get, until finally you found the source. You find a house, and with a cold chill you realize it was your house. 
and in the door is uh, Kolya, the minotaur who raised you, dying on the ground in front of you. He sees you and weakly raises a blood-covered hand and says, Nike, please come closer. So Nike doesn't have a great relationship with this motherfucker. Uh-huh. Um, however, he's not one to turn away a cry from help, even from somebody that he doesn't like. Mm-hmm. So he's he's gonna. He's gonna get closer. Yep. Okay. Koya grabs onto your shoulders and pulls you as close as he can get and says, I gave you my golden ears. Don't let me die in vain. And then he dies, his hand falling limply to the ground. And out of the corner of your eye, you see a shadowy figure disappear around the corner uh, of the wall behind you. Do you follow? Yes. So you follow the figure, and every time you get close, they take another turn and almost lose you. But you pursue them nonetheless. Finally, you both come to a dead end, and the figure stops, giving you a hollow laugh and says, Oh, now you come back for me, huh? They turn to face you out of the shadows, and you recognize Alban, the minotaur who gave his life to escape the arena you grew up in. He is bruised and bloodied, one eye is swollen shut under a nasty mark that was sure to scar. I think his voice, he's hes kind of done with panic at this point, mm-hmm. because this is something that he has talked about with his fantasy therapist. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, because he tried. Yeah. He tried. He just couldn't get through the barricade mm-hmm. between the two of them. Mm-hmm. And like when he, and by the time he saw anything that had gone on, Alban was gone. Like, he was dead mm-hmm. by the time that Nike had an opening. So he ran. Like, he's... So he's gonna drop to a growl and just, like, I tried. I tried. And he says, uh, do you know what they did to me while you were trying? And he starts to advance on you. He's gonna take a step back. Uh, as he gets closer, you see that he looks worse and worse. Uh, as he takes one step, his suddenly his teeth are missing. Another and he's limping. Another and his arm shifts in the dim moonlight, becoming a bloody stump. Another and his horns are mutilated, one filed down to a nub, the other broken off completely like it was ripped out of his head. And when he's nearly nose to nose with you, he finally stops. A butchered mess of the Minotaur he used to be. Can I make a wisdom saving throw? <laughs> okay. Felt like that's where that was going. <laughs> I rolled a three! <laughs> Uh-huh. So, Nike is uh, is afraid and is mid-panic and is angry. Because uh-huh. this guy was his best friend, right? Right. So, I think Nike has spent a lot of time forgiving himself for this, and it hasn't quite worked. Mm-hmm. So, I think Nike, failing his wisdom save, uh-huh. is... He's just going to, like, reach out and, like, hug him. He's gonna, like... He's gonna hug him. Yeah, he's gonna pull him in. So Alvin hugs, uh... Alvin hesitates for a second, but then he wraps his arm or arms around you, and you realize he's not quite hugging you as he is just holding you in place. And, uh... Sorry, I forgot how to read. <laughs> uh, and he, uh, mumbles in your ear, You couldn't save me. And you know you're not strong enough to save anyone. You're a spineless mess, Nikifold. Everyone you love, anyone who has ever trusted you, you'll lose them all and you know it. There's nothing you can do to stop it. And he lets you go and backs away slowly. And you can see that his eyes are both gone. And he says, it's too late now. Live with your mistakes, Nikiforos. Will I rot in this miserable afterlife? And then he rushes you with a strangled battle cry crumbling into ash at your feet. And then you wake up. You're back in the cave, and Gwen is standing over you with her staff, out of breath, some creature you've never seen before lying in a growing growing pool of its own blood beside you. And when you look over, Kodak is gone. 
only a round patch in the dirt where he was laying when you went to sleep. What do you do? Oh, cool. I managed to kill something before it issued me <laughs> Well, you're a monk. I figured I'd just give you this one. Okay. <laughs> what, what is the creature I've just... Uh... Um, right, roll an arcana check. Okay. 19 plus... Whatever the fuck Did you say arcana? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's minus one, 18. Mm-hmm. Do you want to roll? Um, yeah. Nike was out. Okay. And is probably still kind of reeling, so I'm gonna... Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, um, so Gwyn... Nike, get the fuck up! We're under attack! Come on! <laughs> you recognize that, um, the thing that you just beat the shit out of, uh, was a nightmare. A oh, creature that, um, finds its victims while they're sleeping, sits on its chest, and gives you a horrible nightmares while it suffocates you in your sleep. Mm-hmm. Nike! Hi, did you have a bad dream? Yeah. Well, where the fuck's Kodak? Um, did I notice? <laughs> you want to roll perception? <laughs> uh, so that is a, a two <laughs> plus 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 one, so three. Ha. Huh. <laughs> Would you like to roll perception? Yeah. Twenty-two. Okay. So, Nike, you see that in the spot where Kodak was laying, there's almost a shadow. Nike is going to very, very gently reach out and touch the shadow. Okay. You disturb the air around the spot, and this creature and the nightmare appears laying on top of Kodak, identical to the one dead on the ground. Uh, and it looks very unhappy that you've disturbed it. Roll initiative. Good. So, Kodak is there, and there's... Yes. Like, okay. Two again! Six. Six? Okay. Uh... Plus three. So, five. That's the worst initiative I've rolled, I think. Okay, so you rolled a two? A five. Five? What did you roll? Six. Six? Oh, I guess I got it. I don't remember how to play D&D either. Fuck. What is this thing's stats? So, Max, D&D involves rolling these things called dice? Really? Huh. I thought they were called dicks. <laughs> I'm never not doing this joke again. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so first in the order is the nightmare. Okay, so is this a D&D nightmare? Is it a fucking horse? No, I, I was going off of, like, the traditional... Can you describe it? It's it's like a very small, furry, ape-like thing with rows of teeth and... I'm picturing a slow loris because I fucking hate those. Okay. I was just kind of picturing a mean sloth. It's a kind of a mean <laughs> sloth, yeah. It's a slow loris. It's, yeah. it's back legs turn backwards all, like, 180 degrees like a shoulder, and I hate it so much. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, okay. So, yeah, it's that, basically. Except it's probably bigger, bigger than those because they're like so <laughs> big. It's got long arms with some terrible claws on the end of it, which it's going to swipe at Nike with because you're right on top of it. It's gonna smack you for two damage. It, Ow! It, yeah, it it rakes its claws along your forearm. Fucking rude. <laughs> and then uh, Nike, it's your turn. Did this goose take all of my shit? Not all of it. You have your shit back now. You're not dreaming anymore. I mean, it didn't take. All well, of your shit. What did it steal from you? I, I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> like, do I have my weapons? Yeah, you've got your weapons. I think it didn't take any... It took two things from me, right? It took my fast necklace and my um my whistle of owl. Yeah, and then it took Kodak's uh, friendship, friendship necklace. necklace. I think it, it, it may have taken one of your rings. It, it but... didn't take anything from Nike. I remember complaining about this. Ah, and you okay. were like, nobody's going to go after the Minotaur on right. the third floor. Right, right, right. That's fair. I'm still going to do something stupid. I'm just going to like punch it in its nose. You're just going to punch it? <laughs> like, I have a gun. I have some horns. I have a sword. I'm just going to punch it in its nose. All right, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Punching's my thing. He's on 
on the ground. Do you think that this man has time to, like, roll, draw, step, no. You only got six seconds. Okay. He's a big dude, Amber. Punch away. Okay, um, is it plus anything? Well, unarmed strike usually has a, uh... Plus dex, right? Yeah. Or is that just for monks? I think... What arm strike is, um, strength? Yeah. Strength is strength. And you're... No, you're not proficient. No. You're not proficient. I am. <laughs> Nine? I'm having a bad time. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you swing and a miss. You, you, it, after it attacked you, you drew back your arm in surprise and then immediately tried to punch it <laughs> with that arm and you just kind of missed. It's... you. You whiffed it. Okay. Okay, Gwen. Nike has has stolen my my flair with the punching thing. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm gonna grab Nike's cutlass off his belt. <laughs> Can you do that? Unless he wants to try and fucking stop me, I'm gonna grab the cutlass off his belt. What's did, is, what, is what's it your a D six? Is it a D six for cutlass? Uh, D eight. D eight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and so with the cutlass, that's a dex weapon. Is it a mm-hmm. finesse? Yep. Okay, so I'd get a plus three. I'm not proficient. So attacking with the cutlass, that is a 14, 15, 16, 17. Is there a specific spot you're aiming? I'm going for its fucking creepy back legs that go all the way around 120, uh, 180 degrees. Uh, that does not hit. Fuck. Uh, you, you go to stab it in its 17. weird, terrifying legs, uh, and you actually have managed to knit Kodak. <laughs> Okay. Not enough to hurt him. Motherfucker. Uh, the sword dings off his armor. I guess he's not. He's asleep. He's not wearing his armor. But like, yeah. Key point. Uh, that'll be a flurry of blows, please. Okay. I'm gonna make two unarmed strikes. I'm gonna try to kick it right off him. Okay. Uh, so that'll be a sixteen plus. Um, I believe I have a. Hang on. Plus six to hit now. So thirty-two. Thirty. Twenty-two. Twenty-two to hit. To kick it. Where are you aiming? Like, right at its center of mass. Okay. Um, you kick it, and it, uh, it just kind of digs its claws into Kodak's side. Okay, and then I get a second unarmed strike. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a 23, and this time I'm gonna try and kind of kick it from behind so its claws will unhook, maybe? Okay. Like, kick, kick it, it right ass. in the ass. Okay. <laughs> right in the butthole. Right in the butthole. With my bare foot. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get for not wearing shoes. <laughs> Fuck you, I will never wear shoes. <laughs> um, yeah, you you run around behind it at the speed of light because you're a monk. And you, uh... Oh, hit, I didn't roll damage. <laughs> you, you kick it in the butt, and it, um... It gets off... It, it kind of, like, its back legs come up off of Kodak. But it doesn't let go with its front hand... With its little oh, hands. I rolled double sixes on the 2d6s. I roll for my unarmed damage. Uh, plus six and six, so that's six, twelve, eighteen, twenty-four damage. Okay, what? Twenty-four damage, is what I said. <laughs> I rolled two sixes, because for each unarmed strike, it's a d6 plus six. So, so, twenty... Twenty-four damage. Twenty-four damage, okay. So this thing is really fucking mad at you now, but it has not let go of Kodak. That's my turn. I can't do anything else. And now it's the Nightmare's turn. So, Gwyn, it, uh, turns around to look at you, like, just turns its head, it, like, Ugh. twists it Does around. Does it rotate, like, like... Yeah, it's like an owl. It, it twists its head 180 degrees I hate it! Around. I hate it! <laughs> and it hisses at you. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I hiss back. <laughs> and it, uh, it's actually gonna take this chance to disengage, and it's going to run away, but as it goes, it takes its hand and claws itself across the chest and drips some of the blood into Kodak's mouth. Kodak starts convulsing, almost like he's having a seizure, as the nightmare runs off deeper into the cave. I throw the sword at it. <laughs> it's my fucking sword. 
I assume this is actually an improvised weapon attack since it's not a... Since it's not your weapon? Well, because I'm throwing it. It's an unconventional <laughs> yeah. use of the sword. Okay, yeah, we'll take that. So so it's actually, it's not going to damage it that much. Um, natural 20. Okay, I was really hoping you'd do that. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's running off into the distance and you throw the sword like a javelin and like a fucking Tom and Jerry cartoon. It whistles through the air for a while, comes down and hits it square in the head and it just kills it immediately. I'm good at swords, you guys! <laughs> That's not the proper use of a sword. Go get back. I didn't know I was good at swords. <laughs> I was gonna, I was about to like Heimlich Kodak, but I completely forget about it because I was so cool at swords and I go get, I go to get the sword. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to, to, to you're, medicine. You're gonna medicine. Yeah. Okay. For Kodak to make him not die. Cause I don't think Nike could handle that right now. <laughs> Nine? You, Help me. <laughs> you you dig through your bag trying to find something that you may have pulled from your ship that... I have two healing potions of healing. Do you? Yeah. You want to use one? Yes. I'm just gonna... I'm going to, like, go poof on his chest real quick, realize that doesn't work, uh-huh. and go, fuck this, and just, like, pull it, uh, pull the heat potion of healing out of my bag, pop the cor- uh, cork with the, the tusk, and just fucking force-feed him. Oh, damn it. I just realized what I should have done. Huh. I should have backed off and used the damn buddy bell <laughs> to get to apparate Kodak to me. Yeah. That would have worked. That would have worked, but you didn't, so... <laughs> uh, I was thinking about the buddy bell, and then I was like, like, when he was invisible, like, mm. or I, I thought like, oh, if codex has gone, I can just use the buddy belt. But then he was there, and uh-huh. then I was like, oh, I'm gonna stab it, because Nike stole my thing. Fair enough. So, Nike, you, uh, you uncork a healing potion, and you, uh, just shotgun it down Kodak's throat. And after a while, as the bottle slowly empties, he slowly stops convulsing. Uh, but he doesn't really wake up. You are 72% sure he's still alive. I think Nike is just going to sit there with Kodak's head in his lap, and just, like, Nike's not moving Uh until Kodak wakes up at this point. Okay. Gwen skips back over with the sword, and she's, like, dragging it along the ground behind her, and it's making a horrible noise. (laughs) Quinn can probably tell this is for sure stressing Nike out, but, like, he's got bigger fish to fry. I just kind of throw it down by them and uh, just sit and, like, start poking Kodak's face. I, like, mess with his lips and, like, so... Well, his face twitches and he kind of, like, mumbles in his unconscious state, so you can tell he is alive. Mm-hmm. But you're not entirely sure he's waking up anytime soon. And down a tunnel to your right, you hear a hum. <laughs> oh, my God. I throw the sword. <laughs> Stop! No! <laughs> I throw it like a boomerang. <laughs> it's not gonna work, it's, it's a sword. sword. I do it anyway. I got a natural 20 before. Let's see if I can do it again. Where'd I put my dice? Uh, that's an 8 plus 3, 11. You, uh, you throw the sword like a frisbee, and it just kind of, like, clatters out of sight down the cavern to your right. There's another down. Sword. Thanks. How far away would I guess it would be? Well, you can hear it, and it's not echoing too bad, so it's probably nearby, but you can't see it. Your roll perception to see if you can, because there's a few tunnels around you, maybe see which way it's coming from. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. Okay. I'm going to, well, oh, but we said I, we, we flavored my... My prestidigitation is only being Mm earth-related, so I can't make the honk of a sexy girl goose. (laughs) I think you could try and just do that with your mouth if you want. uh, Yeah, I'm going to try and honk back. I'm going to try and honk. Okay, so Gwen's going to honk. Nike rolled a nine. He's freaking out still. You're like... I rolled a natural one (laughs) honk. You just go... 
So you uh, you you saunter up to the to the cave mouth and uh, yeah. I take a deep breath and I fart. <laughs> yeah. I, I I shart a little. I, 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 my pants are like a little bit stinky now. Well, that'll wake Kodak up. My God. <laughs> That's what happens when you roll a natural one dog. You shark. (laughs) A natural one makes you shark. (laughs) Added to the rules. Uh, Terrible. I hate this game. Let's quit. (laughs) So you you fart and it echoes. You shark and it echoes down. (laughs) (laughs) Disgusting. And you don't really get the response. Which the goose is disgusted and appalled at Gwyn's behavior. I hate this. Cultured goose. I pressed a digitation, get rid of my shark. Okay. Poop is like soil. Jay's just covering her face with her hands. What do we want to do? At this point, I think Kodak is, um, since he's asleep, Nike is, Kodak's head is on Nike, is in Nike's lap at this Mm -hmm. point. So Nike's probably sitting there like, come on, wake up, buddy. Just like very lightly, just slapping his face, yeah. Just very lightly going, hey, come on. I know you're having a bad dream, but I need you to wake up, bud. Come on. You're, you're missing some stupid shit that Quinn's doing. Get up. (laughs) He's a... She just shat herself. You need to get up. <laughs> Mike's not gonna believe just me. I, I wasn't expecting this to be what happened in the session. <laughs> not with the way this one started. No. Uh, no. But well, okay, with the way this whole bit started, like from the last episode, yeah, no, this is exactly where I thought it would go. Uh, Nike, roll medicine again. Medicine. Eleven. You can't really tell exactly what's wrong with Kodak, but you can tell that he's probably not waking up anytime soon. Um, I go over next to Kodak, and I'm gonna cast Mold Earth, and and just gently encase him in kind of a stone cocoon. I leave the hole for his face. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That way nothing can, like, get to him while we're gone, I guess. Do do you leave a hole for his whole face, or do you just, like, leave his nose sticking out? (laughs) I, I leave a hole for his face so he looks like he's, like, in, like, a little baby bundle. Okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna, like, hold my hands over him in a, a way that looks impressive. Okay. I'm gonna try some sort of medicine check, I suppose. I'm, just, okay. I'm a goddess, I will heal him. Okay. Uh, that's a 15 plus 3, so... 18? 18. So, um, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm, I encased him in a stone cocoon and I'm waving my hands over him. Clay mask. In like a, in like a, like a kind of, yeah, he's having a relaxing day at the spa and I'm healing him with my magic goddess powers that I have totally. Uh They're totally written here on my character sheet and I'm not just, just casting mold earth. Uh (laughs) It's Um, a healing earth cocoon. His, his state does not change, but you through the earth cocoon can kind of hear, not hear, you can kind of feel that he's definitely not dying. Okay. I'm going (laughs) to slowly rotate the earth cocoon. So he's kind of hanging upside down so that maybe like the blood that went in him will come back out. You're just going to give him a hangover. (laughs) Okay. He's probably already hung He's over. hanging upside down like some sort of weird little pupa. Okay. Is this like floating in the air now? It's it's like well it's not floating. It's it's he's attached to like a, oh, okay. a stalagmite. So he's just like sticking up out of the ground, but he's yes. like, oh. <laughs> 
I'm sorry, folks. We don't know what just happened either. This, trust me, this is how we do it in Stonehenge. I mean, Stonehenge. That doesn't make me confident. Look, have I ever lied to you? Yes. Multiple times. Yeah? Okay. So does this have any effect on Kodak? Well, he's a little more uh, red in the face. I, I just kind of keep rotating him. <laughs> I'm just going to keep casting Moldor every six seconds and just kind of... And Nike, do you have a plan? Or are you just watching all of this happen? <laughs> I think Nike just kind of, like, starts to watch this happen. And makes some, uh, some vague comment about how he's not a goat and doesn't need to be roasted on a spit. Um... Uh, Nike is probably going to go find the goose Okay. at this point. I'll, I'll allow Kodak, like, to settle back down. And I, <laughs> I kind of, like, cover his face a little. I leave some some holes so he can breathe. Okay. But uh, I'll follow Nike at a bit of a distance. Okay. Do you want to roll percepti- perception? or 16. Okay. So you hear the honk again, and it's definitely coming from the tunnel that Gwyn threw a sword and then sharded down. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you follow the honk uh, deep through the tunnel into an open cavern where the goose is waiting for you. Did I? Can I pick up my sword and the Yeah, the yeah, you, you, you picked up your sword as you walked by it. You, you passed by it, like, five oh. minutes ago. <laughs> and is it okay? Yeah, I mean, it's a little scuffed up because it skidded along the dirty cave floor. It's but fine. It's like, we all know how much Nike loves polishing his sword. That's... <laughs> It was a gift from Nira. So you see the goose waiting for you in this open cavern, and behind the goose is a pile of everything that was stolen from the museum. You must beat the goose to take it home. Mm. Roll initiative. i got to scroll back up, because for some reason I didn't put the goose's stats down here. 16. 17. 17. So the goose goes first. Is it? So it's still wearing all of our stuff, right? Yes, absolutely. The goose sees you come in, makes eye contact with you, flaps a little bit, and then honks. At Gwyn, so roll me a wisdom save. Yay. That is an 8 plus 3, 11. Uh, so the goose deals 1d8 of psychic damage <laughs> with its honk. Cool. It does 2 psychic damage to you. It pisses you the fuck off. Ah! <laughs> uh, and that is the goose's turn. Okay, so Nike, it is your turn. So I'm going to use the pi- my pistol, and I'm just going to shoot the goose. <laughs> Shoot I'm gonna shoot the goose. <laughs> okay. That sounds like some sort of like old timey saying. Like I'm <laughs> gonna, gonna go shoot, shoot the goose. goose. <laughs> this is like screw, screwing the pooch or backing the wrong horse. No, I feel like shoot the shooting goose. Shooting the shit. Shoot, shoot the goose is slang for drinking vodka. Sure. Roll to shoot the goose. Eleven. 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 So you uh, you aim. You you load your your gun and you aim, but your hands are still kind of shaking because you're you're just kind of going through it right now, and uh, you miss and like really bad. You kind of shoot a stalactite hanging from the ceiling. It falls into the vague watery area around you. Like it's not enough that you have to swim through it. It's just kind of wet in there. Uh, Gwyn. Gwyn yells, "Hog, hog, motherfucker!" And I am going to whack it with my quarterstaff. So you're going to get close? Yeah, I get close. Okay, so Goose has a feature that if it gets within two feet of you, you must make a wisdom save or else become frightened. Two feet? Mm-hmm. I mean, my quarterstaff's longer than two feet. Is Just it? use five. Just use five. <laughs> twos don't exist in feet in d That's true. Okay, so what do I have to do? Uh, make a wisdom save or else you become frightened. Wisdom save. Nine. <laughs> 
Um, scary goose. It's a scary goose. It's got teeth. <laughs> it's got weird little teeth. Um, yeah, so you go up to smack it, and you get a little too close to it. It, like, looks at you with its beady little eyes. <laughs> I just am, like, holding my staff above my head with both hands, and then I freeze. Yeah. And back off slightly. Yeah. Okay, so frightened in D&D is you can't move any closer to it than you already are. Yeah. But I'm currently right next to it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to smack it. <laughs> 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 but you paused for a second. <laughs> yeah, I just there's a pause of like intimidation as my eye kind of widens. Uh huh. And I just go oh, and then I smack it like. <laughs> okay, uh, so that's gonna be a sixteen to hit. <laughs> You'll come really close to hitting it. You bop it very lightly on the head. Okay. With a sixteen. So, so I wanted this thing to be tough. I <laughs> I just yell yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to spend a key point to use to use patient defense. So I'm trying to like goad it towards attacking me, but uh-huh. I'm using the dodge action as a bonus action so that hopefully it will it'll have disadvantage to hit me. Okay, so if you're going to make it try to attack you, yes. So I have to roll to attack you. Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, you don't have to. I'm just trying to because I didn't use any sort of move that would make you like more likely to attack me you than anyone it. else. <laughs> I poked it. Yeah. Um. You 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 tap the goose lightly on the head with. Which pisses it off just a little bit, uh, but it rolls. <laughs> it rolls a six. Roll again just to see if you get a natural one. Fifteen. Okay, so the six uh, that's gonna miss. Yeah, it tries to bite you, but it just kind of bites your staff. <laughs> okay. Uh, it is holding on to it though. Uh, okay, I can't do anything about this. <laughs> it's a pinata now. <laughs> It's trying to tug it away from me. <laughs> I'm just like lifted up and I'm shaking it. <laughs> Nike, it's your turn. Hmm. I think Nike's gonna take another shot at it. That is. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, it's like well, Gwen's like waving it around on the staff and it's just hanging on. <laughs> uh, the, so yeah, that's a D twelve. Somehow your your shaking hands allow you to hit this wildly swinging target. Ten. Uh, Gwen, the goose is on the end of your staff. You're shaking it wildly. What do you want to do? It now has a bullet hole in it. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to try and, like, smash it into the ground with my staff. Okay. That is a 13 plus 19. Okay, that hits. You, 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 You lift up your staff... For, and just bring it down as hard as you possibly can into the cave floor, ramming the goose between your staff and the ground. Okay, so that's eight damage. Eight damage, okay. With a, with a pitiful honk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not going to use a key point this this turn. I'm just you gonna... were saving them for the goose, though. I'm worried that there are more of those things. Oh, uh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> or, or I could use Maximilian's earthen grasp on the goose. What? That's where I make a giant hand out of earth and have it crush something. Okay. You should do it. Yeah. I feel like the goose is dexterous, though, and I've already used my action, so I can't do that yet. Okay. Uh, So now it is the goose's turn. It uh, wiggles its way out of your... uh, um, Smack. Out out from under your staff, and it it just kind of, like, rolls like a sad rubber chicken around to bite you in the ankle. (laughs) Okay. Oh, um, do I get to re-roll my saving throw for the fear? Uh, That's usually a thing yeah. that you... Eleven? No. So you're 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 mildly afraid of this ah! thing. <laughs> but I rolled a, a three. So as it goes to chomp you on the ankle with its weird little teeth, you're, uh, you become mm. frightened by it, and it causes you to jump and move away. So it, it its terrifying little beak closes down uh, there. <laughs> 
Okay, am I five feet from it now, or am I? Pretty... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you you fucking like eight foot vertical leap away from it. <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, Nike. How close am I to Goose? You're still pretty close to the entrance of the cave, and the Goose was about I'd say twenty feet away. Okay. All right. I'm gonna. I think I'm just gonna shoot it. <laughs> you just gonna <laughs> keep shooting it? Yeah. Yeah. It's Until still. I... It's still kind of like... Got one more shot after this and then I'm out of ammo. <laughs> okay. It's still just kind of like laying on the ground. Uh, Gwyn has jumped way up in the air and is like hanging off a stalactite like a frightened cartoon cat. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> 15, 16, 17, 18. 18? Yep, you're going to hit it. Cool. Uh, so you take aim again uh, and you shoot the goose while it's distracted looking at Gwyn. 11? For 11 damage. And uh, loud. In a cave? Yeah. What am I thinking? And now everyone is deaf. It's fine. It's a flintlock. It's, it's cool. Fine. It's fine. It's, it's cool. Fine. So you you shoot the goose, and with like honestly the saddest little honk, it fl- I just like flies backward uh, to into the pile of like crap that's sitting there mm-hmm. with just a puff of feathers. Um, and it crawls to its feet. It looks at you. It like looks at both of you. Spreads its wings and gives one last great honk, and you feel the sound wash over you. And and can you roll a constitution save, please? Uh, modified 20. Nine. Nine. <laughs> <laughs> Gwen, you see everything just kind of, like, turn white for a second. Nike, you just shut your eyes and let it happen. <laughs> I think that's kind of where Nike is right now. <laughs> um, and when the site comes back, uh, you are back outside the cave. The artifacts, including the one stolen from your house, uh, are laying... And also Kodak is laying in the ground next to you. He is still in his weird little earth cocoon. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so do I, I see the whistle of Ow and yeah, the animal? Yeah, all your shit. Okay, I take those. Yeah. Uh, what else did it steal from the museum? Everything that was stolen when the when the elves like broke in and busted everything up. Because that's why you were here. You were following the lead that... This is where it was hiding. Okay, so they got... Good, um, fuck that guy. Do we know specifically what else they got? Yeah, I don't remember off the top of my head, but we said it. <laughs> sure. Um, so you, uh, you bag everything up, uh, you... I want to, like, steal some shit, though. You want to steal some shit? <laughs> Mike doesn't have to know we found all of it. <laughs> Look, this is a character trait of mine. That's... Okay, that's true. And Nike's a pirate, so he's not gonna snitch. Nike's more worried about Kodak this morning, yeah. I think, so. Um, Let's see, what else was there that was good? Um, the things we got from him, we got the shield. I don't want the shield. The shield <laughs> is scary. <laughs> um, we got the amulet. Uh-huh. Um, you already stole that. Yeah, I stole that. I put it under my shirt so nobody sees it. Mm-hmm. I, I think my favorite thing about you stealing the amulet is it's absolutely useless to you. Nine times out of ten, you're always first in the initiative. You just rolled bad this time around. Yeah. I rolled kind of okay, yeah. sort of. I don't I don't remember what all was taken from the museum. Um, there was that broken Delver's helmet. Yeah. Um, was that there? Yeah. I don't really want that. I don't know if there was anything really worth stealing. I think they just kind of grabbed some shit and ran. Okay. Because Credence is a petty asshole. Yeah. I'll give, I'll give, um, all of, uh, Mike's shit back to him, but not the amulet. I'm keeping it. <laughs> okay. Um, so you, you bag up everything. You, you come up the street 
in Cave Fell back to your house and you're carrying everything, including Kodak. What do you do? Um, as as we're going, I'm like slowly like I have a hand up on the cocoon and I'm like slowly turning it into like one of those like sarcophaguses that, that look like the person that's in them. I'm making it into like a stone Kodak. <laughs> He's not dead. I just it's for the aesthetic. <laughs> it's got like like the whole like face mask thing, like it's, he... it's got some holes. I was in gonna it. say, can he breathe? Like there's there's like nostril holes. Uh-huh. But it's like subtle. So it looks like it's just Kodak turned to stone, maybe a little bit thicker. <laughs> okay. Are you just trying to scare Mike? Yeah. Valid. Uh, I think Nike is just going to be, like, usually Nike would be, like, super irritated with what everyone was doing. Uh-huh. But I think Nike's just going to be eerily silent. Yeah. I think he just wants to go home. Are we sure the goose is dead? Doesn't matter. I just, if it's not dead, I want to kill it. I wanted to eat it. Do you know how to prepare goose? One of my followers would prepare it for me. They adore me. Do you have any followers here with you now? Everyone on your ship follow me, follows me. They, I, We could take it with us. It would be great. Come on. I would be willing to bet that that's an incorrect statement, but okay. Okay. Uh, I instead of going directly to Mike, I just am heading back to the fuck hole. <laughs> okay. Do you do you call for help or are you just gonna like? <laughs> No, I'm I'm just going to put Kodak in his basement and and the cocoon will heal him. (laughs) I think I want to take Kodak to Mike. Okay. Just because I think Mike might have better connections on how to fix this. The cocoon will heal I don't think, I don't want a cocoon. I don't want a comatose third party member. The cocoon. No. We can have Remy instead of Kodak. I don't know Remy. Ooh, no! no. <laughs> Nike's taller, I think, since Nike has Kodak, he's yeah. just gonna... <laughs> no! He's going to the museum. Okay. He is not going to listen to Gwyn's protesting. At this point, he's just... You take Kodak to the museum. Mike actually isn't there, because he's also on... Be- he's on bed rest, because he got blown up. Right. <laughs> uh, I knock on the gift shop window. <laughs> Remy! <laughs> Just, hey, buddy. Hey, hey, look, look, look. Look at this statue we found that looks just like Kodak. That's not a statue. She's an asshole. <laughs> Did you turn Kodak to stone? No, it's... no, no. I just cocooned him. You know you know how I use my goddess powers to heal people. You. That's not a you, thing. Okay, well, I remember when we were, like, shitty teens, you... When did... I cocooned you, yeah. And you got better. I didn't get better. I had, like, dirt in my lungs for, like, a week. You didn't die. <laughs> you tried to suffocate your friend. No. I believe you, I believe the goddess thing less now. Amazing. I cocooned him Thank for you, healing. Thank you, Remy. I appreciate your he service. He broke a toenail. You know how serious that is in a halfling community? <laughs> it's, a, it's a status thing, right? Of course. You can't run around with broken toenails. You gotta heal them. And so I sealed him up in a cocoon so he couldn't... Yeah, but you, I agreed to let you seal my foot, not my whole body. And you left me in there for like a week. I fed you. <laughs> Shut up. Stop complaining. Do you know where Mike is? He's on bed rest, right? Yeah. He's uh at his house. It's like four blocks from here, I think. Oh, we brought a wagon, right? <laughs> we should have brought... I, I assume well, we brought our shit back yeah, in the wagon. Yeah, yeah. You, you rode back on the wagon. Can, well, we've got some shit for him. Do you do you know how to catalog uh, how to ca- catalog everything or do I need to go find helpless? Uh, catalog? Yes, catalog. 
Listen, I just I just work in the gift shop, but if you want to leave that stuff here, I can give it to Helpless. That'd be great. Thank you. Well, Remy's uh, attending to that. I go in the gift shop and I steal a shield. <laughs> so he super notices, but he doesn't say anything. Because he knows that's a moot point with you at this point. <laughs> you head a few blocks down for to... Uh, to Mike's house. Oh, what does Mike's house look like? Is it a fucking, like, fancy little cottage? Yeah. He, uh, he, he's a cottage bitch. <laughs> a cottagecore lesbian without the lesbian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cute. I like it. Uh, so, you knock on the door and, uh, Jake answers. And he, he looks at you and he looks at Gwen and then he looks at Kodak and then he looks at <laughs> Gwen again. <laughs> he's cocooned. <laughs> I don't have time to question it. Do you, do either you or Mike know how we may be able to fu- to fix a coma, a sleeping paralysis? We ran into a to a terrifying owl monkey thing uh, in the caves. Guess? Yeah, um, no help is needed. I cocooned Kodak. He will be fine. Uh huh. Um, it's doubtful. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna go get Mike. Thank you. <laughs> and, uh, so he disappears for- he, he invites you in. You just kind of wait in the living room for a minute, and, uh... I grab a handful of dirt from Mike's garden. <laughs> <laughs> and they bring it inside <laughs> Why are you like this? <laughs> I just have to prank. This <laughs> is kind of a serious situation, but okay. Before Mike comes down, uh, I so. want to shape the earth with my earth powers uh-huh. into like like a stone pe like a like a well an earthen penis, <laughs> and I'm gonna put it in his couch, so it's like an uncomfortable lump in there, <laughs> and I'm just gonna leave that. Okay. Um, I, I want to make this perfectly clear. During all of this, Nike just has, like, that thousand-yard stare. <laughs> and it's just kind of giving, like, base instinct response. Jake comes back down with Mike, who's like, he looks better, considering he got smacked with, like, uh, 20 pounds of debris. Um, but he, uh, he kind of hobbles down the stairs. Oh, looking- Mike, you look so tired. Have a seat right here on this couch. Uh, no, I'm I'm okay actually. Thank you. Um, Done. I can we put Kodak on him? <laughs> yeah, uh, you you can set him anywhere. Why is he cocooned? <laughs> Blame her. Uh, he's, oh, okay. He's healing. Is is that a thing you can do? Mm-hmm. No. Yes. Doubtful. Okay. Um, one of you just tell me what what happened. We fought off a nightmare, and it bled in his mouth, and we stabilized him, but he's not waking up. Oh. Shit. And I'm... And I have cocooned him for his health. No. (laughs) I... Okay. I I don't know what that's gonna do, but, um, I do know a couple of doctors in town. So, uh, Mike sends Jake out with a note for a doctor who should be here shortly. Mike, are you sitting down somewhere? Yeah. On the couch? Is there anywhere else to sit? (laughs) Well, you set Kodak in the couch with the phallus. Um, <laughs> I think Nike probably saw Gwen do the thing, so he's going to take the phallus, put it tastefully on a shelf, and then sit next to Ko- next to Kodak. Okay. So Mike kind of just like sits on the arm of the couch next to you. Does Mike react to the phallus? 
Mike has not noticed the phallus. <laughs> and he's like, are you okay? You're kind of stoic, but you're never this uh, quiet. How, what, are you, do you want to talk about what happened? I just, uh, I need to call my therapist. It's fine. I won't be sleeping for a couple of days. It's fine. I was making a, a scarf for chorus anyways. It's fine. I needed to get done. Okay. Um, did you happen to have a run-in with the... Yep. Okay. Well, listen. Um, well, Kodak is, uh, becoming uncomatized, and you are, uh, doing your therapy. Do you guys maybe want to take a vacation or something? All right, um... Paid vacation? Oh, yeah, obviously. Hell yeah. Oh, by the way, pay us. We got your shit back. Oh, right. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I forgot why I sent you out. Uh, Remy got it for... help. Gave it to help and us. And we brought back 100% of the treasure we found. Okay. I don't know why you said it like that. I always talk like this. That's, that's true. You do talk like that. Um... <laughs> He's really tired. <laughs> so you guys just kind of fall into a silence, and a few minutes later, Jake comes back with the doctor, who requests that uh, you uncocoon Kodak. No, I just, I reach over and I gently knock on it like an egg, and it, like, splits in half. Okay. And, and he's, like, really sweaty in there. <laughs> it's got Christ. the, like, the, that cast funk. Oh, ew. <laughs> and he, uh... The, the the cocoon kind of crumbles around him and he slumps into the chair. Uh, and Nike, the doctor, requests you help him get Kodak uh, to a, a bed of some sort. Yep. The cocoon was fine. It's perfectly sufficeable. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you leave, you get Kodak to uh, the guest bedroom, and you lay him down on the bed, and the doctor thanks you for your help and sends you on your way so he can figure out what exactly is wrong. And, uh, so you guys are just kind of sitting out in Mike's living room. Mike has gone back to bed, because he was really tired. That's so fair. it's just you two and Jake. Just kind of hanging out in the living room. I must return to the fuckhole. I have a mission. Okay, bye. All right. I go back to the fuckhole. Okay. I go to the basement. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, I'm going to do something nice. I'm going <laughs> to... I'm, I'm, I use mold earth. Uh-huh. And by Kodak's bed, I'm going to make, like, a little creepy sarcophagus <laughs> with hinges and stuff. Uh-huh. It, it's like the cocoon, but it's got a hinge, and it's got a little more space for him. Okay. I'm, make, I'm making him a secure little little sarcophagus that he can be inside. So You're, making him, him yes. You're making him a coffin? You're making him a coffin. Yes. And it's got his face on it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I'm sorry I can't do one for Nike. Nike's too big, and this can only affect five people. <laughs> Nike doesn't want one, that's fine. <laughs> uh, Nike, you're you're still yep. in the living room with Jake. Yep. Jake is a pretty quiet guy. He doesn't say much, and you've got a thousand yard stare, so he's just not gonna not gonna push anything. Um, so you two just kind of sit in a comfortable silence for about half an hour, and uh, eventually the doctor comes back out. Uh, Nike stands. Nike stands. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the doctor says that Kodak's going to be fine. He'll probably wake up here in, like, a day. Uh, he managed to make Kodak throw up, which got the blood out of his system. Can we have the potion back? <laughs> no. <Ew. laughs> 
I'm just saying. <laughs> Waste not, what not. <laughs> so the doctor gives his final uh, diagnosis, which is that Kodak will be fine. She's probably going to need bed rest for a while, because fuck with his system. Mm-hmm. But he'll be awake in about a day. Uh, and as he's going to leave, he stops with his hand on the knob, and uh, he goes, just out of curiosity, uh, what did you fight that carved a sun into his back? A sun? Yeah, there's like a, a scar, almost like a brand. Takes up most of his back. You didn't know that was there? No. I. We had a run-in with a couple of nightmares, but nothing that would have branded him. Well, <laughs> I mean, it looks like it's... I guess it looks like it's been healed for a while, but it okay. looked a little... It looked like it had been reopened. So I was just curious. It is not the fault of my cocoon. My cocoon is a healing cocoon. <laughs> and with that, he leaves. And uh, so, Nike, you're just kind of left with this question. And uh, you, as you take the rest of the day to yourself, uh, resolving to ask Kodak when he wakes up. I really want to know what Kodak's reaction is when he finds this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I feel like Nike is probably going to be... Like, he's going to be in and out. He's going to be checking back. Yeah. Probably. I mean, I, I imagine... He gives, the, the, the doctor gave you the... Pretty much gives you the clear to... Take Kodak home. Yeah. Nike! Yeah, then then yeah, as you're, Nike you're... like just kind of picks him up very gently and carries him home mm-hmm. and gets him in bed. Nike, what the fuck do you want? I think I can probably make you a sarcophagus too if I make it in two separate parts and then kind of push them together. <laughs> do you want one? No. <laughs> okay. You're doing it anyways, aren't you? Nah, you you can. You can have your non-sarcophagus bed if you want. Thank you. I'm going to make myself one, though. I make, like, I make, like, a stand-up one on the wall, <laughs> like, that looks like a Vani, and it's got, like... It's, it's perfectly like, gling-shaped. Like, <laughs> well, it's, it's more, like, it's more, it's got that more, like, a Vani statue look, like, it's uh-huh. more, like, round than she is, and it's, like... It looks a lot more peaceful. <laughs> um, <laughs> the death mask that you made for Kodak. But it looks like it's just kind of a carving in the wall, but also it, like, pops out. Okay. It's very cool. Yeah, but I think um, Nike probably dragged, like, kind of a comfy chair down to uh, Kodak's space and is probably very quietly knitting outside his door, just kind of, like, lost in his thoughts. Alright. Hasn't called his therapist yet, but like, ugh. Our theme song is done by Sean Hogan. Our podcast is DM'd by Max Jackson, who also plays Kodak. Nike is played by RJ Mercota, and Gwyn is played by Amber Griffin. This has been The Bear Table. Thanks for listening.